0: Craig, children. Um, usually, what you'd be listening to is me and Martin Bain Jones, um, zombie-like, falling upon the the prone body of culture and dragging out its entrails to um, to di- digest. Yes, to culturally digest. Um, but Martin can't make it. Um, long story short, Yarek, who's one of his uh, casual Romanian. Uh, workers who comes and helps him with the Mong2 harvest during the summer. Um, his nephew, not entirely sure of his name, uh, Martin always calls him, but I don't think that can possibly be right. Let's call him Eric. Anyway, he's uh, he's making Martin a new pair of gates to go at the end of his drive. And um, anyway, very, very exciting this week where they were going to actually put the gates up. Um, but it turns out the gates are actually slightly too small for Martin's drive. I think Martin's is pretty much the only the only person I know who could have some giant ironwork gates made for the end of his drive that would end up being too small. But anyway, it's back to the drawing board with that project. Meantime, I'm here holding the fort, and I thought I would yet again treat you with another gem from the Time Ghost archive. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna disappear Doctor Who like now into the into the late noughties. and let's see what uh, let's see what Craig and Martin are discussing. This week. Hello.
1: Hello there. Ahoy.
0: Welcome back to Time Ghost. Time Ghost. With me, Martin Bain-Jones. And me, Craig Children. You're listening because you have a hunger for all things cultural. That's right. You want to put your ear to the ground and hear the rumblings of distant culture. So, Martin, by the way of Antipasti... Yes, um, go on. What's been happening in your uh,
1: your little sphere? Well, now, my little sphere, let me tell you.
0: Let me just What's think. That? Is that your stomach? I, that was, yes, my
1: stomach's just making a little, little grrrrrrr, as sometimes it
0: does. It's like processing cheese in there, or something. it's an absolutely extraordinary well, it's exactly noise. exactly what it's
1: doing, exactly what it's doing. Oh,
0: right. Yes,
1: processing yeah. quite a lot of cheese, quite a lot of Vashkiri, with which I uh, rounded off a not entirely unpleasant lunch at the BBC canteen.
0: Yes, yes. Who, who was in there?
1: Oh, it was the usual crowd, really. Uh, Amanda Holden was in there, which was a bit exciting. That uh, that drew a bit of a crowd. Um, and in that crowd, um, well, inevitably, Nick Ross, he's just a sad character around there now.
0: I know, it's awful, oh, what's happened dear.
1: to him, oh, well, I think I think his, his card runs out at the end of this month, so he's getting all the subsidised coffee he can in.
0: It's just you know. absolutely dreadful, him occasionally just shuffling around shuffling that around news around. Do, call. do call do That's what call what he keeps saying do call i know do Nick, call Nick. You, you're not on
1: you, yeah. you, ain't no camera rolling yeah he should, you know, he should just sit back cool his boots and before long classic fm will give him a show yeah or london
0: know. talk radio yes exactly oh, i would i'd give him a show oh, yeah he could yes. even he could even turn poacher. And he uh, does just jemmy open a few back doors. Oh, I mean literally turn He'd poacher. The, yeah, absolutely. He'd be the last person anyone would suspect, you know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or he could li- he could turn poacher, go off and nick some pheasants.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Nick Ross, Outlaw. Could be a whole new interesting sort of Sideline. Sideline like chapter. I noticed that um Archbishop Drew Carey, he said. Uh, he's disgusted by the um, the decision in the um, Max Beasley trial
1: <laughs> That's right, of course this is uh, Max Moseley, Max Mosley of course, of course yes. yes Max I wonder if Max Beasley ever gets mistaken for Max Mosley there will be there will be elements you know as well as I do, Craig, there will be elements who will think you know the, the people who hounded that poor pediatrician out because they thought he was a paedophile, for yes. example. There will be elements who think Max Beasley has a, won't be sitting down for several weeks.
0: Yes, no, I think that's absolutely right. And um, far be it from us to be saying that Max takes part in any events... He doesn't. doesn't. ...during his private life, which may be confused with those... Of, Ma- of, the, of the Formula One boss, Max Mosley. Thank you. Yes. W- it, um, the, the, the thing about that trial that I thought was extraordinary, Martin, as, as I say, the, the Archbishop's made a pronouncement against it. He said that the law should enshrine Christian moral values. Um, stepping aside from the whole argument about privacy, but the, the yeah, thing about cool. that trial that that struck me was, I had no idea that sort of stuff was legal. No that idea was, you so could like, kind of line five girls up in a room, um, you know, dress up as whatever you like, pay them um, to pay them, beat the take a stick to them, then take a stick to you. Apparently, that's all um, as well, absolutely fine. Um, extraordinary, extraordinary, isn't it? I mean, extraordinary thing. I mean, I wonder what else. Um, you know what else happens to be to be legal to be legal that I'm that I'm that I'm sort of that I kind of rule out of my life. Think you think maybe you should be should Craig, be. Yes. Don't push it. Don't push it, mate. Or, or yeah. do push it. Maybe I should push it a bit more. You should push it. I, I can Push, push it, it a real. whole lot more further than I'm push pushing at the moment. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I think I think the issue of that of that of that trial though was uh, people should be allowed to keep their appearance up. Right. wasn't that wasn't that right. wasn't that the point you know there should I be see, yeah. you know i think the appearance of respectability needn't necessarily be undermined by secret covert knowledge of what people do behind closed doors i mean i always think it's very it's very hard particularly in a, in a courtroom um not to make anything sound sordid you know but every person every even the judge at some stage within that 24 hours is going to have to crouch down and undo their trousers and Coil one down in a, in, in, in a you know, on a, on a bog, and that you know that that's not hardly dignified. You know, be easy enough to to go and film that and say, "Ooh, you, my lud, you just you just coiled one down. You just you just." I think that was pretty much the the gist of Max's defence. Well, I think you know, I I just say you know everybody has something that happens behind a closed door, even if it's something perfectly innocent like taking a shit, that uh, that could be. That could be construed to be somehow murky, murky and unpleasant. I mean, and we haven't even we haven't even, Craig, touched on what goes on behind people's bedroom doors. You know,
0: mm, that's absolutely right. Know. Yeah, mm. that's absolutely right. it's about appearances. It's about appearances. Perhaps that's the theme of our um, of our discussion. Anyway.
1: Did you see it? There uh, there's been a big brouhaha
0: about uh, about British films appearances Did again yes. yes because yes. the um, the uh, british film council wants to claim all films as british even if um, they have the most tenuous connection with british if the
1: author of the film's mother was born within the sound of the bow bells,
0: yes it is a british film if a film's uh, if if anyone says oi or oh, blimey in a film that's apparently right. it's british that's right yes if anybody in a, in a film has red hair it's, it's it's British, British. yes. Yeah. I thought Lust
1: Caution, for example, was one of the best British films of last year. That's because one of the actresses in it was called Why, Why, Why. Well, I don't know. No, say like, wh- why. I imagine her parents thought it was a lovely name. No, say like, Why. What's what's well, what's well, well, hey I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I think I'm joshing with you, but now I think about it, maybe I'm not. Maybe that's true. Did you see that film?
0: I've got no idea what you're talking about, Martin. What's Last Caution? Last Caution. Was it a Brit flick?
1: Well, under the new criteria from from uh, the British Film Council, I think most certainly it was, it ticks every box. I have a feeling it was Ang Lee who directed. Was it Ang Lee who directed? Why? I think it might be Last Caution. Yeah. No. Uh, it's uh, it's quite uh, it's quite graphic. Very pretty girl in it. Called Why?
0: Well, I mean, Somewhere. surely The Incredible Hulk is a British film as well, because. Main character's called David Banner, and that's an English name. That's Because right, we all we yes. went over on the Mayflower about three centuries exactly ago. right, yes. yes. That's, yes. A, that's a British That's a British flick, yep, that's absolutely Brit right. Brit Interestingly, Lockstock
1: Lock, uh, stock and two smoking barrels, no, that's not British. British.
0: No, absolutely. It's not got a shred of authenticity about it from start to finish. Uh, nobody speaks like that. No. Uh, apart from maybe Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, the, the famous mm-hmm. Cockney. Um,
1: um, did you uh, did you fi- have you finished that uh, the intriguing book you were talking about last week, uh, the Madonna, oh, Madonna. My, my life with my blood
0: relation Madonna, life with my sister Madonna. I have finished the book in the sense that I read a chapter of it, which is pretty much repeated throughout the uh, throughout the remaining four hundred pages. Because
1: yes. uh, I think Mr Ritchie comes off none the better, does he? He's not book. a fan
0: of Guy mm. Ritchie. No. no, no, he says it's a. Uh, I think the problem is he thinks Guy Ritchie is homophobic, whereas I would say Guy Ritchie just doesn't like him.
1: Yes, that's interesting, isn't it? I, I, I was,
0: I've, I haven't even read the book, and I got a, I got a sense of that as well. Well, perhaps neither Guy nor Christopher Ciccone are the most authentic of people, yeah. uh, so it's hard doesn't,
1: to. Doesn't um, it wasn't Guy Ritchie. Wasn't his real name Guy Ritchie Jones or Theobald Ritchie or. Seabag Montefiore Ritchie or something. I'm sure he had some... No,
0: he's a Cockney, Martin.
1: Is he? no, he's a I born think, and, I, no, and bred don't Cockney. No, so. I think so. I think he was brought up on a wassive estate in in Norfolk, I think. and uh,
0: He's a massive Cockney. Don't
1: no, you know that? Well, he might be. But he's, he's, I think his uh, his mother, I think, was is a, is a very respected Conservative councillor in Kensington and Chelsea. I I've think never, that's absolutely I've true. I've never I heard such is. horse do. He's
0: a huge Cockney.
1: Is uh, I'm no, I think uh, I think he's I think he I'm pretty sure he's double-barreled. He's got a double-barreled name. Guy Rich, uh, I don't know. Guy Pennington Smythe Ritchie, French Ritchie, Ritchie for French. Yes, yeah. mind you, actually, double-barreled names crop up all the time now. In fact, in fact, a double-barreled name these days. Is more often than not where it used to be a, a sort of a, a class signal. Now it, it just now means... is a class signal, but in the reverse direction. Yeah, now it just
0: means you're a woman who's married a man, basically. Explain that. Well, they <laughs> don't want well, to change their names, Martin. No, oh, nobody, uh, no women who marry uh, men anymore want to change their their surname to the so what, men. This so is the new tradition. You now just you just
1: couple up your names.
0: So you just couple up your names, which
1: is presumably what must have happened when we lived in caves. Yeah. and it evolved all the way out of that because people got sick of saying, "Oh, hello, Simon, Bain Jones, Patterson, Dave Miller, Johnson, Huhar, Seabag, Montefiore, Mount Fitchett, French, Bassett, Horn." Yes, with the because you know it gets, with uh, the big cave. Yeah, and then what happens when somebody who's just got that as their surname then marries somebody called Pew Morgan, Barney McGrew? Cuthbert, Dibble and Grub, and they then have to put it all together again. I mean, it's, it's just... It's a monstrous, ludicrous, but load of nonsense.
0: Speaking of it, how did you go on to be called Bane Jones?
1: Interesting, that bun. Yes, interesting. Well, officially, officially, there are two answers to this. The, the official reason for uh, 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 surnames being double-barrelled is by royal warrant when uh, the inheritance has come through the female side. So when the female line inherits... She keeps the name of the of the the patriarchal name, you know, the name of the, the of the family. So that's what happens. But you'll then have to uh, remember that an awful lot of people who are called Smith and Jones um, in the nineteenth century decided that Smith and Jones were simply not going to cut the mustard. And so, at their earliest opportunity, they would get together with somebody called something like Bain or I don't know. But if you look at most of some posh double barrel surnames usually the last one's Jones or Smith.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. yeah so they're not necessarily following the uh, not necessarily or, or maybe a royal or warrant. maybe
1: they did do by royal warrant, but they were just so keen to to lose the Smith or Jones in its own right, you know, because it was such a such a normal name, normal. I think I mean common.
0: Well, Martin, this is very exciting. Well, um, tell me, I'm all agog. Yes we've just received our first email have we addressed to me interestingly oh um, what's the, the, what they sent it to craig.children
1: at the
0: yes not to or is it martin.co.uk
1: I can never remember noco.uk the uh, rather than to Bane with an he- e. with an e, hyphen Jones. At the hyphen times... I can see why they might have done, gone for, the, opted for the Craig option.
0: Yes, It'd be nice,
1: maybe, if somebody, you know, went through, went to the trouble of maybe, you know, writing down my email address. It'll only take about a minute. That's martin.bane with an E hyphen jones at the hyphen times.co.uk. Yeah, if I got one... I'd be so thrilled. Just one. Just one email. Well, anyway, on you well, go. You so I haven't
0: got one, no, I but haven't. I have. I have. Hello, Craig... With regards to your request for suggestions for codependent cuddly capitalist company names... Oh, I like it, yes. This is referring to our, uh, our siren call for um, your cuddly capitalist stories. That's right, Yeah, Those that's... capitalist companies that masquerade as your friend. Um, anyway, uh, with regards to your... A friend of mine once got love glove as a nine-letter word on Countdown. At the time, it just seemed the pinnacle of rude Countdown. But in hindsight... Did he miss out on establishing one of the UK's biggest debt management companies? Or as we used to say, Loan Sharks. I like that. I like Love that. Glove. I I don't actually know what Loveglove is, but I'm guessing it's something quite rude. You want to consolidate all your loans and with one easy payment? Call Love Glove. Put all five fingers of debt into Love glove. That's from Ben Hughes in Cheltenham. Thank you thank Ben. Thank you Ben, that's nice thank you. You're thank our you first you. and only email. correspondent. Yeah, thank you for your message thank you for the contents of your message but also your message which is that you care thank you. Yes, I like that yes.
1: anyway, keep your emails coming Ben and um, everyone else, start your emails coming
0: Good Lord is that the time? Obviously, it could be any time. I mean, it's a podcast. That's right, yeah.
1: I mean. Well, for us, obviously, we, we, we record this in real time. I'm sure the listeners probably know that. But, uh, yes, the time... Good Lord, is that the time, actually? That's, we've been here for hours.
0: Hours. Hours and hours. But we, hours. it's been fun, hasn't oh, it, Oh, it's Martin? been lovely fun. Yeah.
1: Always fun. to sh- Shoot the breeze.
0: Yeah. Chew the cut. Show off. Show- yes, well, a little bit of that as well. Anyway, um... Yes, it's time for our, uh, well, It's time for us to say goodbye, isn't it? For, to, to, to draw the stumps. We've done that one before, haven't we?
1: We'll get, Eventually, we are going to run out of these little clever things, aren't we? Well, we, I Angus
0: Deaton never has. That's true. I mean, he's been on the television for, what, 18 years? Always yes. saying things like... And every time someone gets a point, he says, you know, well, Mark and John are are dishonourable villains with two. And, you know, Stephen and Chris are you know, useless urchins with five, and I was thinking, oh, that's quite clever. Yes, yeah, well you know, there are a lot of words. Yeah. Plenty of them. Anyway, anyway we've you've been listening to some of them here. You have On we've... Time
1: Ghost. We've been Martin Bain Jones. And I've been Craig Children.
0: Yeah. Goodbye.
1: Time Ghost was written and created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. This episode was originally released by the Times in 2008. And it was produced by John Davenport and edited by Ed Ryland. Time Ghost is a hat trick podcast.